What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go. Welcome in. It is a monster Thursday here, October the 17th, 2019. Welcome in to the grid. Sportsgrid.com. It is the Morning Line. I'm Joe Ranieri here to get you caught up. With everything that happened overnight in the world of sports and get you ready for what is going to be a monster, and I mean monster stacked Thursday night for the sports investor as we have games across multiple platforms. Uh, And of course, Thursday night football will start there with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. That's going to be a game many people are going to be tuning into, of course as the Kansas City Chiefs are on the verge of losing not one, not two, but their third consecutive game after opening up 4-0. And the Denver Broncos uh, are looking at winning their third game in a row after losing the first four in heartbreaking uh, fashion, too, by the way. So there's a lot at stake. Divisional rivalry, AFC West. This is a huge game that also brings along huge liability for the sports books, and we'll explain. There is a line drawn in the sand here between the pros and the Joes in this game here tonight. We'll break that down for you coming up. Also, had a bit of rain in New York uh, last night, which I find amusing because uh, it was while we were doing 
in game live last night. We were on air. It was me. It was uh, Gabe Morenci here on the network, uh, George Kurtz. And uh, we went on about uh, eight o'clock. And some of the discussion early yesterday was, well, what's going on? It's like sunny at three o'clock in the afternoon. Why would they cancel the Yankee Astros game? And I think they figured it out probably right around, I think, right after the first hour, nine o'clock, uh, we came back from break and Gabe was like, yeah, I guess uh, I guess uh, I now know what's what you guys go through down in uh, down in South Florida in Miami there during these uh, these big rainstorms, because it was apparently raining sideways there last night. And uh, and flash flood warnings were popping up all over the place for you guys uh, living up in the Northeast. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So you guys figured out rather quickly. Anybody that had a question as to why the game was canceled, that's why the game was canceled. Because Mother Nature does not play around. She doesn't often get up uh, your way when it comes to the flooding. Usually it's, uh, you know, a foot of snow here. You get those nor'easters. But, yeah, no, we know what it's like to look at, uh, you know, three inches, four inches of rain in an hour. Yeah, it it does some damage. But the good news is, yeah, it's all over. Uh, it uh, looks like uh, now what's going to be left behind tonight in this game is a whole lot of wind. And we're talking uh, big gusting winds well over 10 miles an hour. And I got to believe if you are telling me we're going to have Gusting winds from 10 to 15 miles per hour at Yankee Stadium tonight. We're going to take a look at that that total number here, folks, because those Didi Gregorius uh, warning track fly balls that so many Yankee fans have been bitching and moaning about. Yeah, I, they're not going to have a problem getting over the fence tonight. So we'll uh, we'll take a look at the game, the matchups and what it means coming up, because not only did the Yankees get an extra day's rest, of course, the Astros got the same day's rest which is going to make that the world series starting october 22nd whether you're ready for it or you're not ready for it which means there's a whole lot of baseball to be played here over the next four to five days and not a whole lot of room for error so first thing is first the mound tonight you got tanaka that's who the yankees are going with confirmed of course we are also confirmed that zach Greinke. the matchup from game one will take center stage again tonight and the opening line in this game, interestingly enough, with the Astros up two games to one, finds the Astros in a very rare contrarian spot, guys. The Astros are the underdogs tonight. And we've actually seen some movement on this line. The Astros opened up plus 130 as a underdog tonight. The Yankees. Hovering around that uh, that minus 125 mark, minus 120 mark with Tanaka on the mound. And we get uh, we get a lot of this is what I've been hearing uh, with uh, with sports betters. I get a lot of the well, they have to win and they have no choice. The backs are against the wall. The concept is, of course, that the Yankees cannot afford to lose the game. Therefore, since Tanaka beat Granke in game one. Seven nothing. There is absolutely no reason that the uh, the he won't beat them again because the Yankees need to. So, although that is true on many levels, it is not a suggested long-term profitable strategy when it comes to sports investing because a lot of teams need to do things. A lot of teams have to do things in order to be able to survive in advance or you know make the playoffs. Those types of situations. Yeah, but. 
you'll learn uh, as you get along here in the sports investing world that just because a team uh, needs to do something or has to do something certainly doesn't mean that they are going to cooperate, at least not the other team anyway, and allow that to happen. So there is an interesting split down the middle here between uh, between the money and the amount of tickets being played here tonight for this game. And we've already seen some line movement uh, in this spot. But right now we are looking at a, you know, we're going to have an eight o'clock start here tonight, guys. So you've got Kansas City Chiefs on the road in a kind of, you know, in a in a divisional matchup against the Denver Broncos. Both teams here as we uh, as we approach week uh, week seven here of the NFL season are ready to. This is kind of separation. This is what's going to this is either going to make the AFC West a whole lot more interesting or the Kansas City Chiefs are going to downshift here a little bit and say, whoa, 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 we're still the class of the division. So not only that, not only baseball, game four, not only Thursday night football, but guys, we've got a couple of college games that are fantastic tonight. The slate of these games here is just absolutely fantastic. Plus, you want to mix in, we got a little... uh We've got a little NHL hockey going on. We also have NBA preseason going on. And yeah, it is about to get nuts here over the next couple of weeks. Once the NBA season kicks off, college basketball will be right behind it. So we're going to break down these games tonight, game by game here. We'll give you the breakdown, the numbers, how it all makes sense, how it all fits together. Plus, we'll give you the headlines from overnight. We'll do that coming up here. It's the grid, the morning line, sports grid. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back in on this Thursday as we get ready for a crazy stacked, loaded night in the world of sports across uh, all the major platforms, including Major League Baseball playoffs, the NFL Thursday night game, a couple of fantastic college games uh, tonight, providing us uh, opportunities to be able to profit as well as the NHL as they continue to roll along in their season. And let us not forget, the NBA preseason is in full effect as they, too, get ready for the NBA 2019-20 season. And boy, oh boy, going to be a whole lot of fun to see how all that goes. We're going to go ahead and uh, start this week, and you'll start to see across many of the uh, shows here on the network, you guys will start to see. We'll start breaking down some uh, some possible future bets, win totals of the NBA. We'll we'll do some diving in here, try to get you caught up. We got a whole lot of new faces. It is a new era in the NBA this year. Where, yep, it's not the same old, same old. You no longer is it the juggernaut of the Golden State Warriors, the new look Houston Rockets, the new look Los Angeles Lakers, the new look. L.A. Clippers, you're going to have a new look Toronto uh, Raptor champion Toronto Raptors. You're going to have a new look there. You're going to have Boston. You've got a new look Nick team. There's a lot to go over as teams swapped a lot of players here last year. Well, over the last couple of months, actually, in the offseason. So much to get to. We'll get you caught up. But we will start tonight with. The Houston Astros at the New York Yankees. Let's take a look at this line. Let's take a look at this game. Of course, the rain out last night kind of made things a little bit interesting from a strategy standpoint because while in all likelihood the Yankees were going to go with a bullpen day, as was the Houston Astros, the extra day's rest now allows the Yankees to go with Tanaka on regular on full rest, as well as Zach Granke. The Astros coming back with Zach Granke, your your game one starters. I will tell you this, game five has already been determined that it's going to be James Paxson and it's going to be Justin Verlander also on regular rest. So we'll have a Tanaka, Paxton, Granke, Verlander over the next couple of days. Now, Houston 
Lost the first game, 7 nothing when Granke uh, pitched. Tanaka went at him. Tanaka was really, really good in that game, guys. Didn't allow a whole lot of base runners. Only gave up three hits. Obviously, no runs there. Granke found himself in trouble in a couple of different spots in that game. Missed on a couple of pitches. Yankee batters made him pay. And he hasn't exactly been the sharpest in the playoffs, as Granke is a guy that prides himself on having one of the lowest walk rates, getting guys to chase pitches that they shouldn't be, and not giving up a lot of home runs. But everything has been the opposite with him, at least so far through the playoffs, as he's gotten tattooed on a number of occasions in the Tampa Bay series, as well as uh, here the first, uh, first time he went out, game one, against the Yankees. So he's not as sharp as he has been, the 35-year-old Granke. And betters and the sports books, well, they opened this up here as a Yankee. We told you a minus 130 favorite here tonight, home favorite in this game. Houston opened up as a plus 120 dog and told you the public, yep, the uh, the novice betters, the Joe public has decided that the Yankees, they have to bounce back. They have to win this game. There is no way around it. They have to get even. They got to bring this series 2-2 uh, so they can get uh, at least a game six uh, in this situation. And again, when you have Tanaka already beat Granke in game one, you got about two-thirds as of late last night, about two-thirds of the money coming in is backing the Yankees. And the line has actually moved away from the Yankees, though. Minus 130 to minus one. 25. It's also moving towards Houston, plus 120, plus 115. That is what we call reverse sharp line movements, meaning that while many bets are coming in on the Yankees, more than half the bets are coming in on the New York Yankees, why would the money be moving away from the, why would the line be moving away from the Yankees and towards Houston? Well, because the bigger bets, the sharp bets, the professionals are backing Houston in this situation. And it's no wonder why, because it allows it allows a person, allows a better to back the Astros as a contrarian postseason dog. A situation that will never almost doesn't happen where you can actually get what many the Astros in a situation where when would you ever be able to back them as a dog at a plus number, a plus 120 number, even on the road, it just it's a it was a spot that many people didn't think would ever happen. And as a better, you don't often get these spots like this. There's usually a clear favorite and there is a clear dog. But in this case, if we would have woke up this morning with Granky and the Astros being a minus 120 favorite, would anybody even question it? I don't think so. So the opportunity that we can have this right now, a spot that uh, we almost and historically has always been profitable being able to go ahead and back a postseason dog that in many cases should be the favorite. Uh, and we've got a system to work on and professional bettors are taking advantage of it, which is why we've seen the line move the way it has. Short playoff dogs plus 140 or less. Over 27 units, over a 10 percent. Return on investment since 2005. Playoff dogs off of a win in this spot. 
up over 17 units and a return of a uh, 8% return on investment. And playoff dogs with high totals, let's say eight and a half or more, for instance. Yep. Well, they're over 19 units of profit and an 11% return on investment. Now, the total in this game we mentioned, interesting, opened up at seven and a half. It's been bet up to eight. And it's continuing to rise. And I see a bunch of eight and a halfs available as well across the board. And why is that? The weather. While you got rain last night and a lot of it, uh, and it was uh, apparently pretty ugly there, the forecast is calling for anywhere between 15 to 17 mile per hour winds out to right center tonight. Right center. Now, anybody that knows anything about Yankee Stadium, Old or new, for that matter. When you've got uh, 15 to 17 mile per hour winds going out to right center, again, that D.D. Gregorius pop-up that so many Yankee fans have been bitching and moaning about that, uh, you know, the ball is juiced. Yeah, no, it's it gone. It might be out of the stadium. Uh, it might be, uh, you know, way second deck, upper deck. Yeah, that's uh, that's the difference here. So, and it's also a benefit to the over. So you don't often see Yankee games, 15 to 17 mile per hour wins and an opportunity with a number being so low right now. Couple of those warning track fly balls tonight against a pitcher in Zach Greinke that has given up some long balls here in his uh, postseason thus far this year. Yep, those could be turning into home runs rather quickly. So keep an eye on the total if that is something you guys are considering placing a wager on sooner rather than later, because uh, before it's all said and done, this number and this weather forecast, if it continues on track, it's not going to be long before this number hits eight and a half, nine across all books. So there are some eights available. There are some eight and a halfs right now. So it's starting to creep up. My suggestion sooner rather than later, if you're going to be backing the total tonight, in this spot. So that's where we're at right now. Yankees minus one opened up minus 130. Money coming in, tickets rather coming in. Yankees. Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Money coming in on the Astros, which is why we're seeing the line move away from the Yanks and move towards Houston. And it's a interesting spot here tonight, guys, for the Yankees. They are going to have to they are going to have to pitch Four consecutive days. Four games in four consecutive days if they want to keep this thing going. So that means they need Tanaka tonight to go more than six innings. We'll dive into this, what Paxton and Tanaka have to do tonight. Plus, we'll take a look at tomorrow night's game as well, the look-ahead line. We'll do that coming up here the morning line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so who, with all of these games on tonight, who would like to risk free wagers of up to $1,000 to play with? Well, you do. Just head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. You can open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. You can enter the promo code GRID, and you can get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 right now. And in addition to traditional betting, this is cool. PointsBets, they offer their own betting concept where you're rewarded by how much you win your bet by. So, for example, if you are playing tonight's NFL game, right, and you take the Chiefs laying three, but they beat the Broncos by seven, well, then you receive seven times your stake. It's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. The promo code is grid, and you will get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And uh, it is a monster. And I mean monster night here for the sports investor. In the sports world, as we've got urgency on the board. Love this. We've got, of course, the American League Championship Series continuing after a rainout. Game four, Yankees-Astros. The Nationals, already sitting pretty. Already sitting there going, all right, whenever you guys are ready, we are here. It is starting October 22nd. Game one of the World Series, uh, no matter what happens here. So there is a lot of baseball to be played. Over the next couple of days, if this uh, if this continues to move along. So that is why it's important tonight to understand that the Yankees, the rain out, while it allowed them to go with Tanaka in a pivotal game four, Yeah, it also 
puts them in a very precarious situation for the bullpen. Now, we know how much the Yankees love to go to their bullpen. That's the way they're built. They're not built to have horses like, you know, Cole and Verlander and, you know, Scherzer and uh, and Granke and, you know, guys that you expect to and you will ride them seven, you know, possibly eight innings. Uh, that's not what the Yankees are. The Yankees have one guy, one horse, and it's Tanaka tonight. And they need him more than ever to be able to go seven, eight innings. And the reason being for that is because the Yankees have potentially four games in four consecutive days. So they can ill afford to have Tanaka go three or four innings here tonight. And they can ill afford to have James Paxton tomorrow also go three or four. Now, they pulled Paxton early there in game two. They uh, they yanked him rather quickly against Verlander and went to the bullpen. And while it was a good move because the Yankees ended up, uh, you know, it was 2-2 there going into extra innings, and then they eventually lost it when you brought in J.A. Happ, but it was the right move. But you can't have that happen again because of the fact that game six, if we get there, which will be the following day, the game six situation is going to be bullpen oriented for both teams because they will come back with game seven on Garrett Cole. We know that. And Severino would go game seven for the New York Yankees. So instead of having the bullpen game here tonight or yesterday, it would have been for both teams. It's kind of pushed it back now. So both teams have the option game six to open up the bullpens, but the Yankees bullpen, let's face it, a lot of uh, a lot of usage thus far, and they can't have a bullpen that's going to be taxed out here by the time game six comes around over the weekend. And you've got guys that are going, uh, OK, the arms are starting to fall off here. So they run that risk. It's going to be very important. Maybe the most important thing is a Yankees hit. We know that. But B, they need effective innings out of not only Tanaka tonight, but Paxton tomorrow. So that bullpen will be exactly what they need it to be in game six, which of course at this point will make that pivotal game seven, that all important game seven, which is what the Yankees at this point are trying to get to. Uh, Or at the very least, it could be, you know, elimination game for uh, one of these two teams, but the Yankees, They want it to go game seven, but they need this bullpen, so they got to be careful with what they do tonight. Very, very important there. We told you the weather update. 15 to 17 mile per hour winds. Right center field tonight. Temperature in the low 50s, overcast. uh, Very little precipitation in the air, so I'm not worried about a rain. But when you've got that kind of wind, guys, going out the right center, the total right now, Covering, uh, I'm seeing eights and eights and a halfs across the board. The total would be something I would suggest you jump on sooner this morning rather than later as, yeah, there's going to be a good chance some of those uh, warning track fly balls will now be going out of the park in Yankee Stadium. Uh, The uh, the umpire, also something that you want to Always keep in mind when breaking down baseball games, football, I don't care. Any Anytime you have refs or umpires, there is a good chance that part of your handicap and equation should be, what, what do we got here? Because umpires, referees, like everyone else, they have tendencies. So what exactly, what kind of umpire do we have in this game? And I believe 
Jeff Nelson, who was the umpire that had to leave Tuesday. Remember, he took one off the face early on. Well, he's in the concussion protocol. I didn't even realize they had that for umpires. But he uh, was replaced. And he is actually being replaced altogether out of the playoffs. He won't be returning because he's in that uh, um, concussion protocol. But Dan Bellino is the first pace umpire from Tuesday night. And he looks like he's going to be working behind the plate here tonight. Now, he has been a major league umpire since 2011. And he's got a 55.5% career lean to the under 141 113 and 19 to the under, and that would have made a consistent $100 better if you just blindly bet this guy behind the plate and took the under in the games in which he does, you'd be up close to $2,000 right now, uh, over a 7% return on investment. Not, I'm not saying to do that. I'm just saying the tendency with Polino behind the plate is unders, which probably means he's got a uh, a very wide strike zone. He calls a lot of pitches. He's not, uh, you know, batters are going to have to put the ball in play. Not going to be a lot of walks, those types of things. He's going to be calling strikes a lot. And Yankee Stadium, we're telling you about the wind, of course, and that's going to be a factor tonight anytime you get 15 to 17 mile per hour winds. But the unders at Yankee Stadium have been extremely profitable, guys, especially this year. 45, 37, and 2, almost 55% in 2019. I know the the perception of Yankee Stadium and the Yankees is, oh, man, it's just the bombs away. Well, it hasn't been. It's actually been way more profitable in Yankee Stadium to back the under end. And a, a lot of that also has to do because of the perception and because the bookmakers know they are going to shade to the uh, they're going to shade uh, that situation with that those lines towards the over. So because they know the public's going to go, oh, it's Yankee State, it's Yankees there. It's got to be 11, 12 runs, uh, but it's actually hasn't been. The unders have been very profitable. Also, 22, 17, a 56 percent in playoff games dating back to 2005. They also have the second lowest park factor in Major League Baseball this year, meaning yeah, it's not like the uh, it's not like anything that goes on in Yankee Stadium. There's not a lot of swing where it's a better hitters ballpark or it's a better pitchers ballpark. It's actually it really is not a factor. Some ballparks around Major League Baseball certainly shade to either pitchers or towards hitters. Yankee ballpark kind of indifferent at this point. We see pretty much 50-50 across the board on all the analytics and all the statistics. But we told you. Opened up at seven and a half. It's at eight. These two pitchers faced each other in Houston. Seven nothing first game. The under hit game one. But it's now moved up to eight. And once uh, once that weather report can uh, you know comes in and and starts word starts spreading, seventeen mile per hour, fifteen to seventeen mile per hour winds out to right center. The money is going to come in and they are going to start pushing that up. But keep in mind, if you think ground balls are going to be much more effective here tonight where Granky and Tanaka often don't give up a lot of fly balls. Then the wind doesn't come into play, does it? The under comes into play. So that's kind of where you've got to, you've got to figure out where you lie on that. Do I trust Tanaka and Granky to keep the ball on the ground? Or do I trust uh, Tanaka and Granky to give up some fly balls here that probably shouldn't end up over the fence, but are going to end up over the fence. So 
That's what you got there. Yankees are not a series favorite by any stretch of the imagination. Now, a lot of money continues to come in on the Astros, who are not only the series favorite, but also the World Series favorite as the Washington Nationals uh, continue to get a little bit of love, but they are not getting a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of movement in the market from a sports book uh, perspective. The Astros are the clear favorite here. And the Astros Nationals also seem to be number one, number two on most people's wish list, uh, except for Yankee fans, that is. But there are an awful lot of people apparently betting on the fact that we're going to get Scherzer, Verlander, Cole, Strasburg in the World Series and Corbin Granke. And that seems to be what the betting markets are pushing for and hoping for and are betting is going to happen. So get ready. Game four tonight. Yes, must win situation for the Yankees, but that does not mean you should be betting the Yankees because they have to win. That's not how it works in sports betting. Also tonight, we told you the NFL Thursday night football Chiefs Broncos. Huge betting liability here sitting with the sports uh, sport books around the uh, the country here. And what do I mean by that? They are on the hook for an awful lot of money tonight, depending on how this works. It's usually the case with sports books where they'll have liability. And the whole point of the sports books, and we'll explain this to you, the sports books aren't interested in being right. Sports books are interested in limiting liability. I will explain how that happens. It's a good gambling you. That's coming up here. On the morning line, sportsgrid.com. Happy Thursday. Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are moving right along here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. It is the morning line. I'm Joe Ranieri here to get you caught up with uh, last night's action as well as a look ahead to the day, a monster day, loaded, stacked day in the sports betting universe as we've got uh, pretty much every major sport uh, on tap here tonight and an ability for us to be able to profit on it, which is exactly what we love to do here at sportsgrid.com. And I will mention this. Last night, of course, there was a college game. The Yankees were postponed. The Astros were postponed. They'll take, uh, they're, they're back on the diamond, of course, tonight in game four. But we did have Troy versus South Alabama last night. And South Alabama getting 17 and a half points as a closing line dog on the road in Troy. And Troy, the over, under, 55 and a half was the closing line there. And we had uh, spoke to you yesterday about the game saying, you know, these middle of the week Wednesday games, uh, especially in the Sun Belt, they call it the fun belt. That wasn't a lot of fun watching that game last night. But the Sun Belt, these Thursday night midweek games have been extremely profitable over the years to the under. And it makes total sense. You've got it's hard enough for NFL players, professionals, you know, grown ass men on a Thursday on a short week to be able to put a good, consistent game plan together and to deliver. And imagine what it must be like for an 18 or a 19 year old in the Sun Belt. So it doesn't surprise me that uh, that the under, in fact, did hit last night, like we uh, like we told you and following along the trend and the tradition you just can't. It's it's tough. It's tough in college football. Middle of the week games. Remember this. You're going to get Mac action on Wednesdays and Thursdays moving forward. You're going to get a lot of these middle of the week college football games on the schedule coming up. Keep that in mind that, yeah, these generally they're not coming out firing on all cylinders. Plus, you're usually getting Mac conferences, you know, Conference USA. You're going to have. The Sun Belt, those kinds of uh, conferences there where we're not talking about the big boys. Uh, we're talking about, you know, a, a rung below that. And anybody to watch that game last night, you can understand exactly what that's all about. But Troy did cover. If you laid the 17 and a half points, good job. If you went ahead and took the under, also a good job. Congratulations. That cashed. We do have not one, but two. College football games uh, on tap here tonight, guys, which I think are going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, And one of them has to be uh, one of them has to do with uh, Chip Kelly. Get a load of this. Chip Kelly taking on Stanford tonight. Stanford is a uh, it opened up as a seven point favorite, and I've seen it bet down to about six and a half, six in some places. It's hovering right around there. And I believe even some books opened up Stanford as a minus 10 
minus 10 favorite at home taking on Chip Kelly. And you got the Bruins have lost 11 straight in this series, 11 straight dating back to 2008. And it went from minus 10 to minus six and a half, minus seven in a lot of places. That is a that is a lot of line movement there for a college game. UCLA one in five against the spread this season. They just lost to the lowly Oregon State, who is feisty. Uh, I will give them that. Uh, they have been a dumpster fire of a program for a while now, but they are feisty. They got uh, they got a new direction, new program, new coach. They uh, they are not the same old same old Oregon State, uh, the OSU there. They the Beavers. Yeah, they've got uh, now two Pac-12 victories since 2016 after beating UCLA uh, last week. They have just been uh, awful. Outside of that 50 points in one quarter where they came back to beat Washington State a couple of weeks back, outside of that, they have been absolutely terrible. And the situation with Stanford is that they've lost their starting quarterback. K.J. Costello was supposed to be... Uh, a really, really productive quarterback for them this year, returning guy, but unfortunately he's been banged up. So they've been dealing with a second string quarterback, uh, David Mills, but he too is now injured. So it looks like, and David Shaw, the coach of Stanford says that the backup quarterback is somewhere between doubtful and questionable, meaning you're going to have another quarterback, a third string quarterback, uh, for Stanford tonight. His name, uh, Jack West. He's a sophomore, a four-star sophomore out of uh, Alabama. He's got one completion in five attempts from last year. So you've got that to go on. And you're going to be asking, it looks like, guys, if you're planning on backing Stanford, and this is the question you've got to answer yourself, how bad is UCLA? And how much do you trust a number three quarterback who in his college career is one of five? Passing the ball. How much do you trust them to cover a six and a half, seven point spread against a conference opponent on a short week? That's the question you've got to answer yourself. Now, UCLA also has a problem at the quarterback position. Their uh, starter from last year, Dorian Thompson Robinson, looks like he's going to sit out this game too. He's got an ankle injury. He's been hurt the last couple of weeks. They too are going with a backup quarterback. So you've got two teams that usually offensively can put up some points. Defensively, UCLA plays zero defense. That's the problem with them. They are absolutely awful on defense. Stanford, they've been known to have some defensive players play on Sunday. But the problem is you're going to, in all likelihood, be dealing with two offenses with second or third string quarterbacks behind center. Not a recipe for a high-scoring game on a Thursday night football game, which is why I would recommend not only a first-half under, but a full game under. I would look at the first-half under as well. Both Sanford and UCLA rank outside of the top 75 in uh, in success on offense. They yeah, they struggle, guys. They They struggle in the red zone. And even Chip Kelly still hasn't figured it out here. They struggle to finish drives. Stanford is a 112th in points per red zone trip. UCLA, 102nd. When you add it all up, guys, no defense, bad defense, but you've got even worse quarterbacks and offensive efficiency. 
this has got the clock moving. Expect a lot of running. Chip Kelly is not going to throw the ball 50 times with a with a backup quarterback there. It's not going to happen, especially against that secondary of the Cardinals. Look to the under tonight, guys, not only in the first half, but also the second half. So uh, get ready. But it should be a fun game, a little Pac-12 matchup that we've got going on here. Also, uh, Louisiana Lafayette taking on Arkansas State. The complete opposite will be true in this game. The total for this game is uh, opened up at 68. It's around 66, 66 and a half right now. Lafayette uh, opened up as a six and a half point favorite. Right now, it's hovering around the minus six mark. You may recall the Ragin' Cajuns took on App State last week, and the line, too, was in the 70s in that game. Remember App State, Louisiana Lafayette, middle of the week? Yeah, it was like 17-10 was the final score in that game. So they did not hit the under, did not. They could have played that game 10 times. They would not have hit 70 points in it, but. Same kind of situation here. Arkansas State, been known to put up a a few points. Louisiana, uh, Lafayette there, absolutely. But it seems to be moving down. Maybe a little bit of an overreaction, opening up at 68, down to 65. We will have more on that game coming up. Make it rain uh, next hour. But I did want to give you a gambling you situation here today because I think it's relevant as – I don't know that enough folks understand if you are just getting into the sports betting world and you want to become a sports investor and you're, you know, you're doing your best here to try and uh, trying to get it rolling. One of the important things that you need to understand is how do books make the line? So how do they come up with these numbers and what can you as a sports investor derive from it? And because the mistake a lot of novice bettors make is that they think the sports books are trying to get the game right, that they are trying to be perfect with their numbers where they're they know who the winner is. Like they are telling you who the winner is by the line that they put out. But the truth is. Books don't care who wins or loses. Well, they do, depending on how much money they've got on either side. I'll explain that in a minute. But the life of a line, of a sports line, all right, college football, NFL, NFL lines, for instance, college football lines, those for the following week will usually come out on Sunday, Sunday night for the NFL. And uh, usually you'll get them on Sunday for college football, Sunday morning. So what happens when the lines first open up is that the amount of money people can bet on it, the limits are very low. And the reason they are low is because the books are trying to get the professional bettors to point them in the direction of, am I right with the line or am I wrong with the line? And that is why, especially in college football, you will see the lines move three points, four points, two and a half points so quickly. They are hoping that the professional handicappers are going to point them in the right direction as to where the line should be. And it will move significantly early on in the week. And that is why it's a good idea uh, to try and bet early because that's the whole point. You want to get the best number, we tell you, right? You want to get the best number possible and you can get the best number 
early on in the process because the books, they haven't adjusted quite yet. So if they overvalue a team or undervalue a team, they will make the adjustments usually within the first 24 to 48 hours of posting the line because they're hoping and not hoping they know that the professional bettors are going to hammer it one way or the other and tell them you're either spot on or you undervalued it or you overvalued it. They'll make the adjustments there. So betting early can be very profitable in the long run because you're usually getting either the undervalued team or the overvalued team and you're getting the better number. But ultimately, the books don't care. The books only care about having as little liability on either side, no matter who wins, as humanly possible. They don't want to be overexposed to the point where they've got to hope and pray one team wins and the other doesn't. Otherwise, they're going to lose their butt. So that's why they adjust the line, because they want equal amounts of money on both side of the bet. They make their money because we have to bet 11 dollars to make 10. That's what the VIG is. That's what minus 110 is, guys. I got about 11 bucks to make 10. And they're okay with that because of the volume that they do. They're okay. They are perfectly happy with uh with making money on the juice or the VIG depending on what you want to call it there. That that's how they'll make their money. What they don't want to do is be so overexposed on one side or the other where they're going to get hammered. Now, sometimes they can't help it because it's the public is going to hammer one side, uh, the, but the, to a point where they're, they're got a lot of, uh, they've got a lot of responsibility and liability on the favorite, but you'll have a whole lot of big bettors, the professional bettors on an underdog. So every now and then a situation comes along where they're overexposed. Just like tonight, guys, they are way overexposed on the Kansas City Chiefs. 94% of the bets coming in are on the Chiefs tonight. We'll explain more of this coming up next hour. The books are going to be Denver Bronco fans tonight. They don't want to be that. More on that coming up here as we look to make it rain on that game. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! Short playoff dogs, plus 140 or less, over 27 units, over a 10% return on investment since 2005. Playoff dogs off of a win in this spot. Up over 17 units and a return of a uh, 8% return on investment. And playoff dogs with high totals, let's say eight and a half or more, for instance. Yep. Well, they're over 19 units of profit and an 11% return on investment. Now, the total in this game we mentioned, interesting, opened up at seven and a half. It's been bet up to eight and it's continuing to rise. And I see a bunch of eight and a halfs available as well across the board. And why is that? The weather. While you got rain last night and a lot of it, uh, and it was uh, apparently pretty ugly there, the forecast is calling for anywhere between 15 to 17 mile per hour winds out to right center tonight. Right center. Now, anybody that knows anything about Yankee Stadium, old or new for that matter, when you've got uh, 15 to 17 mile per hour winds going out to right center, Again, that D.D. Gregorius pop-up that so many Yankee fans have been bitching and moaning about that, uh, you know, the ball is juiced. Yeah, no, it's it gone. It might be out of the stadium. Uh, it might be, uh, you know, way second deck, upper deck. Yeah, that's uh, that's the difference here. So, and it's also a benefit to the over. So you don't often see Yankee games, 15 to 17 mile per hour wins and an opportunity with a number being so low right now. Couple of those warning track fly balls tonight against a pitcher in Zach Greinke that has given up some long balls here in his uh, postseason thus far this year. Yep, those could be turning into home runs rather quickly. So keep an eye on the total if that is something you guys are considering placing a wager on sooner rather than later because uh, before it's all said and done, this number and this weather forecast, if it continues on track, it's not going to be long before this number hits eight and a half, nine across all books. So there are some eights available. There are some eight and a halfs right now. So it's starting to creep up. My suggestion, sooner rather than later, if you're going to be backing the total tonight, 
in this spot. So that's where we're at right now. Yankees minus one opened up minus one thirty. Money coming in. Tickets rather coming in. Yankees. 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 Money coming in on the Astros, which is why we're seeing the line move away from the Yanks and move towards Houston. And it's a interesting spot here tonight, guys, for the Yankees. They are going to have to they are going to have to pitch four consecutive days, four games in four consecutive days if they want to keep this thing going. So that means they need Tanaka tonight to go more than six innings. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.